Welcome back to the Yes Fitness Functional Longevity Podcast. We give you insight on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better. Good afternoon. My name is Chris Porter, best-selling author and owner of Yes Fitness. Uh, we don't have any housekeeping going on right now. We do have a program coming up, our most successful program, starting in mid-September, and we'll give you some more information about that as we get closer to that date. So today we're just going to get right into it, give you some information on how you can live longer, but not just live longer, to live better, how to extend your health span. Um, I want to talk to you about the 90-plus study. I don't know if you're familiar with that or not, but if you aren't, this study started back in 2003, and what they wanted to do was study the oldest old, the oldest old people, the fastest growing age group in the United States. It's one of the largest studies of the oldest of the old in the world. It's a study of more than 1,600 people, and there's little known about people who achieve this milestone, living older than 90, and the remarkable increase of the number of the oldest old presents a public health priority to promote the quality as well as the quantity of life. So it's not just important to live longer, we want to be able to enjoy those extra years. We want to be able to function, we want to be able to do the things that we love to do. So that's what this study was focusing on. So the initial participants of the 90 plus study were once members of what was called the Leisure World Cohort Study, or the LWCS. And that started way back in 1981. And the LWCS consisted of just a mail survey to every resident of the Leisure World. The Leisure World was a large retirement community in Orange County, California, which is now incorporated as part of the city of Laguna Woods. Using the 14,000 subjects, so 14,000 subjects from the LWCS, researchers from the 19 plus study were able to ask the questions. The main question, what allows people to live to the age of 90 and beyond? So here were some of the goals of the study. The determined factors, they wanted determined factors associated with longevity. What makes people live to age 90 and beyond? What types of food do they eat? What activities do they do? Or what lifestyle they were living? That is associated with this 90 plus living. They also wanted to examine the epidemiology of dementia in the oldest old. A real concern. How many people age 90 and older have dementia? How many become demented each year? What are ways to remain dementia-free into your 90s? That's just what's happening. How can we prevent that? We're going to talk about that a little bit later. They want to examine the rates of cognitive and functional decline in the oldest old. How do memory loss and disability affect those in their 90s? And how can people prevent memory loss and disability at this age? And then finally, they wanted to examine their clinical pathological correlations in the oldest old. Do the brains of the people in the 90s show evidence of memory loss and dementia? Do people with dementia have differences in their brains that can be detected and treated? Determining 
modifiable risk factors for mortality and dementia. What kinds of things can people change in their lives to live longer? Can people change their risk of dementia through diet, exercise, or supplements? A lot of stuff they're taking a look at here. So how did this study work, okay? So the participants were visited every six months by researchers who performed neurological and neuropsychological tests. The researchers at the Clinic for Aging Research and Education, CARE, is located in Laguna Woods. They obtained information about diet, activities, medical history, medications, and uh, numerous other factors in these people's lives. And the participants are given a series of cognitive and physical tests to determine how well people in this age group are functioning. Now, the researchers of the 90-plus studies have published many scientific papers in premier journals, and here are some of the major findings that they have found so far. People who are overweight in their 70s live longer than normal or underweight people did. Interesting, I'm going to say that again, because people who are overweight in their 70s live longer than normal or underweight people did. So I know we always have this crave, we need to be super thin, especially in, in the north, in, in the west coast, in the northeast. We're just looking for ways to be thin, 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 when in reality, once you pass your 70s, it may not help you live longer. It may not be the best thing to do. So think about that. Let's feel good about who we are. Let's make sure we're at a healthy weight. But being thin may not necessarily help us live longer. People who drank moderate amounts of alcohol or coffee live longer than those who abstained. So a little bit of alcohol, not too much. So coffee seemed to help those people live longer. Over 40% of the people aged 90 and older suffered from dementia. Over 40% of the people. And while almost 80% are disabled. 80% of the people over 90 are disabled. And that's no way to live life, right? There's no way to live life being disabled. And both of these are more common in women than in men. About half of the people with dementia are over age 90 do not have sufficient neuropathology in their brains to explain their cognitive loss. And people age 90 and older with APOE2 gene are less likely to have clinical Alzheimer's dementia, but are much more likely to have Alzheimer's neuropathology in their brains. So they took a look at the dementia aspect of it and the brain aspect of it, something they really took a close look at. And I'm sure all of us known some people and know someone who's suffered from dementia or Alzheimer's. It's not pretty. It's a terrible, terrible disease. And there are some things you can do in your lifestyle to help prevent this. So this is right from the Alzheimer's Society where they're trying to help people not get this, okay? Things that you can do to help to try to prevent this. First, always first in my heart, let's be physically active. Doing physical activity, regular physical activity is one of the best ways to reduce your risk for dementia. It gets blood flowing in your heart, circulation. It's going to help with your weight. It's going to help with your mental being. We need blood flow to the brain. It's probably one of the most important things you can do to help the risk of dementia. And 
we don't necessarily need to go out there and kill ourselves right now. Let's work our way up to our exercises. If we're not doing anything right now, to work out small, build yourself up gradually. Do maybe 10 minutes at a time. Do 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes at night, 10 minutes in the morning, afternoon, evening. Try to avoid from sitting for a long period of time. But we really should be just, uh, our goal should be about 150 minutes of physical aerobic activity. Brisk walks, riding a bike. Going to push a lawnmower for 150 minutes, but you need to be getting your heart rate up a little bit. Or you can do 75 minutes of vigorous aerobic activity, like jogging. I believe you should be doing some type of interval training. That means you're going to work real hard, and then you're going to rest. You're going to work real hard. Rest that's going to get you fit faster. It's going to help you burn more fat. It's just many more benefits of working in an interval fashion. And of course, use a harping monitor whenever you do that. Be that much more efficient. And then the next part of exercise, which is most near and dear to my heart, would be we need to do some resistive activities. And I'm not talking about just resistive activities like going out in the garden and, and pulling weeds and moving rocks and things like that. You need to do a structured exercise program. I can't tell you how many times I have people do physical work for their, for their life for the living, okay, this is what they do, physical work, they might be a carpenter, or they might be, uh, I don't know, uh, run some machinery, and they come in here to work out, and they really find out that they're not as physically fit as they thought they were, not as strong as they thought they were, and uh, it's because those activities are not exercise. So a structured exercise program, you need to be lifting some weights a couple times a week. It doesn't need to be a whole lot of time. Lifting weights can take 20 minutes, a half an hour, but it's very, very important. Probably what I believe is the most important aspect in helping to live a longer, healthier life, improving your health span. Number two, of course, eating healthy. Uh, you know, a healthy, balanced diet may reduce your risk for dementia as well as other conditions like cancer, type 2 diabetes, obesity, stroke, heart disease. We've, we've heard this many times before. What should we be looking at in our balanced diet? We want to have five or six portions of fruit and vegetables. We want to eat some protein. We want to eat very lean proteins. Make sure we have fish a couple times a week, beans. You can have some eggs. This protein is very, very important to help maintain your muscle mass. This is going to keep you strong. We should make sure we limit our sugars, uh, to keep salt at a low um, intake. Um, we want to eat complex carbohydrates. Certainly have some complex carbohydrates in your diet. And let's stay away from our saturated fats. Some pretty basic stuff, right? Drink. We believe that you should be drinking um, a half of your body weight in ounces per day. So if you weigh 150 pounds, you should be drinking 75 ounces of water per day. All things we talk about all the time, things that are going to help you uh, reduce the risk for dementia. Number three, don't smoke. I don't think I need to say too much about smoking. Smoking does a lot of harm to your circulation of your blood around your body, including your blood vessels, the brain, as well as your heart, your lungs. It will increase your risk for type 2 diabetes, stroke, lungs, cancer, all things like that. Not much needs to be said about smoking. If you are smoking, you need to stop. Um, and if you aren't, you need to make sure you don't start. Um, the study showed that people ate, drank a little bit of alcohol, lived a little bit longer, so drinking too much alcohol can increase the risk of developing dementia. So you want to try to drink in your moderation, okay? Um, the society here says that you should drink 14 units a week. 
you know, for a male, it should be uh, a couple times a day, female, one a day, one serving a day. You don't want to load that all up on the weekends. Uh, maybe a little drink with dinner or after dinner is fine. But try to keep your alcohol consumption lower, um, and it'll help with reducing your risk for dementia. And uh, finally, not only do we need physically exercise, but we need to exercise our minds. Keeping your mind more active is likely to reduce your risk for dementia. You've got to regularly challenge yourself. Build up your brain's ability to cope with disease. One way of it is, we always say, is you, you snooze, you lose. You need to use it or you're going to lose it. So you need to continue to try to use your brain. You might want to study for some courses that you've been looking to have fun in, okay? Maybe learn a new language, do crossword puzzles. Um, it's important, I think it's important to do that. It's going to help with the brain. But I believe that exercise is more important than that. Physical exercise, blood flow to the brain is even more important than that. But um, make an effort to keep in touch with your people, your family, your friends, things like that. You volunteer at a club, help people out. Always to keep your mind active and social. We know how important social is. Being social is to longevity. Number six, we want to take control of our health. Make sure we get to see the doctor often. Make sure we're not uh, dealing with any kind of depression or lack of sleep. Those are all things that are going to increase your risk for dementia. So those are some things right there. We've got to take control of your health. Make sure you've seen your physician. Uh, exercise your mind. Cut down on your alcohol. Um, so drink a little bit less alcohol. Absolutely do not smoke. Eat a balanced diet and exercise, 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 exercise. Not just cardio. Do some strength training. It is important to do strength training. You will improve your aerobic capacity with strength training as well. So, plenty of studies that show uh, the benefits of strength training and longevity. So that's what I got for you today. It's a very interesting study. It's one that we'll keep our eye on uh, over the years. The 90 plus study. See what other information comes out from that. Uh, it is the largest growing demographic in our country, 90 plus. So if you want to be a part of that, listen here. We'll give you insight on how to uh, get fit, feel younger and live better, improve your health span. I want to thank you for watching today and taking the time to listen to what I have to say. I hope you have a great evening, and I will see you again next Tuesday. Thanks again.